Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, 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 all you Blue Jay fans out there. Welcome to the Morning Mash here on the Bird Watching Gamecast. So, I don't know what you're all thinking, but it's this party for the weekend has already started and it's only Thursday morning. The Blue Jays are off and running and I don't know what it is about this team, but something about this whole situation is starting to feel like something special. I don't know if it's just the wonderful, you know, slam down that freaking young River Solarte does on his way home on home runs or is the now Teoscar time talk that we've been having with uh, how good he's been doing since his call up with Josh Donaldson on the DL or if it's just this team is that fun in general and they're finding a way to win but the personalities on this ball club are just you can't it it's so thick you can't even cut this with a knife so it's just insane the amount of fun that this team looks to be having and like I said before I just don't think I've seen a team that has been this cohesive this early in a season and there's been enough new moving pieces to this team that that would be um, a problem for a lot of ball clubs I think this is a credit to Atkins and Shapiro for bringing in the right talent and maybe they don't get enough credit for that but regardless I know you all hated probably watching the game on Facebook Live yesterday. I went on record tweeting yesterday and said, these guys are almost as bad. They're making me wish I was listening to Joe Buck. So I hope that you guys, when you listen to our game casts when we're live during the show, that you're enjoying us a little bit better than the uh, Facebook Live guys. And we're hoping to have another new live show for you, maybe this weekend even. So, anyways... Let's get to the accounts of the Toronto Blue Jays pummeling the Kansas City Royals to down to their 3-13 record after we sweep them for the three-game series. The Blue Jays now sit at a cool 12-5. If you would have uh, guessed that we were going to come out that gate that hot, I would have probably said, eh, probably not. But I was thinking close to 500 to start the season. So... This is like the equivalent of spiking the football in the end zone at this point, folks, especially after a horrendous April last season. But the Blue Jays win this one 15-5. Jay Happ gets credited with the win after having another strong start. Yes, he allowed four runs, but Jay Happ and all the starting pitchers' jobs are in a baseball team is to keep your team in the game and eat up innings at the beginning. So, if you go by that definition, Jay Happ was excellent. He had five hits, four earned runs, two walks, eight strikeouts, which is just great to see from him, and a home run. So, how much of it is the typical Jay Happ? Okay, he had one rough spot where he gave up the home run. (laughs) That was two of the earned runs. 
So having to pepper another two in there at the end in his uh, fifth inning of work, that's, I'm going to call that a win because at that point, the game was pretty much in a dead heat. And then the Blue Jays' offense kicked in and just really rocked the Royals. So let's talk about that offense. The uh, scoring was cap, or started off in, by Justin Smoke doubling in Teoscar Hernandez, and Teoscar Hernandez had a record day, basically, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, and that moment is now, apparently, I forgot. So Teoscar Hernandez in his second bat crushed a home run that was off the flight deck in center field. So this ball was just pummeled and drove right up the pipe, and he had beautiful extension on this swing, and this is the power that he possesses and why, regardless of the possible strikeouts that many player, or many uh, fans are expecting him just to stick with this team and not go anywhere. Following him, young Gervis Salarte had another party with a fourth home run of the season, and it was a 3-0 count green lighted and just crushed uh watching it the replay on this he just knew as soon as he hits it he just kind of stood there wham gone the offense continued to roll but didn't really get going again until the fifth inning where randall grychuk uh reached on an error that scored younger salarte and maybe that error was the catalyst for the rest of the offense but another luke maley single scored Kevin Pillar, and that was a pinch hit one for Luke Maley. Um, Luke Maley is slowly becoming the brand new uh, cult hero for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I said that he's gonna he's quickly becoming what, like the next you know Moon or Igawasaki, Ryan Goins <laughs> type character for this team. And everybody needs to have somebody like that. He's a working class guy, you know. Get him out there and watching him play the way he has been, especially in this Kansas City Royals series has been the stuff of, you know, baseball dreams, you know. So, moving along, the seventh inning continues. Curtis Granderson took a walk that brought in uh, Randall Grychuk, and then Teoscar Hernandez brings in everybody with a triple. So, folks, four hits for him, and he was literally a double short of being a cyclist <laughs> for the day. Um, but yes, and uh, we'll talk about Teoscar here in a moment, but the eighth inning, the floodgates completely opened for the offense as they just ran away with this one. Kevin Pilar had a double that drove in Solarte. Again, Solarte. So regardless if he's hitting home runs, he's finding a way to get other production on the field. Lesmus Diaz hit a single that drove in Russell Martin. And then Curtis Granderson, and it's grandy time when he put a little opposite field sauce on a grand slam, folks, that drove in Pilar, Diaz, and Luke Maley. And I'm sorry, but the box score is actually wrong on this one. It wasn't Russell Martin that scored on the Diaz single. It was Luke Maley. <laughs> so, wonderful good times in Toronto yesterday, regardless of the Facebook Live awfulness that I had mentioned. And the bullpen was pretty solid other than Aaron Loop giving up a home run to Alcides Escobar. Danny Barnes got an inning at work, didn't allow a hit. Same thing with Ryan Tapera. Oh, sorry, Ryan Tapera only pitched a third. And Tim Meza 
allowed just one hit in a walk while striking out a batter in the ninth. So, good to see him out there as well. So the Blue Jays, as I had mentioned, are going to have a wonderful conversation at some point in the very near future on how their outfield and their designated hitter and their lineup in general is going to have to shape up. Teoscar Hernandez keeps putting up numbers with 4 for 4 with 4 RBIs and 2 runs scored. And Younger Salarte is leading the team in home runs right now. I went 2 for 4 with a home run, an RBI, and 3 runs scored. Those two guys, you're going to have to find a way to get them in the lineup day in and day out. The worry is, is okay, well, where do you put them? Uh, right now, the outfield is pretty uh, slammed shut. Um, yes, you could start doing a platoon with Randall Grychuk, maybe. Figuring out something to go with there, but unfortunately, they're both right-handed, so there's no clear-cut platoon situation. Is it as simple as somehow figuring out how to get rid of Kendris Morales? who is literally limited to the DH role, and I wouldn't be afraid to put him at first base at least after the one game he started this season already ended him on the DL. He is supposed to be back on Sunday by uh, the early reports, and eventually Josh Donaldson is going to want third base back from Solarte, so it's just a matter of time before some of these wonderful, like I said, kind of conundrums come into play, but um, I, I am always a firm believer you got to play the hot hand, and Teoscar Hernandez and Solarte are the hot hands at the moment. So, everybody, Major League Baseball news aside, what is going on down on the farm, you might ask? New Hampshire Fisher Cats in AA were able to beat the Rumble Ponies of Binghamton 5-4, to four, and this is mostly off of just enough hits for the uh, Fisher Cats, 11 to be precise, and a big inning in the sixth scored three runs to push them over the top. And this was after the uh, Rumble Ponies that came up and actually tied it at two right before that in the inning. So, Dusty Isaacs would get the win, Craig Breslow will get the save. Jonathan Davis led off and had two hits in his five at bats. Vladdy Guerrero, two for two with eight RBI and a and runs scored. He also had a double, which was his fifth of the season. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also in this, Gunnar Height found a way to drive in a pair, and it was, his was the big hit. One for four and two RBIs for Gunnar Height. So great outing for the Fisher Cats, who are now currently sitting at an 8-3 and three record and are finally getting back in the swing of things after some of the fun April weather has kept them from playing. The Dineen Blue Jays were able to take down the Fort Myers Miracle, which is a part of the Twins organization, and even up their record at 6-6. Six and six. Patrick Murphy was on the hill. Um, I had a chance to actually interview Patrick Murphy this past weekend before the start, and I had a great conversation with him. That is going to be on jaysjournal.com either Friday or Saturday, I'm hoping. So look out for that, everybody. And Patrick Murphy is one of those guys you should be watching. He's got a great arm, and it was on display yesterday as he pitched six innings, it looks like. Yeah, six innings. Sorry, the box score was taking forever to load. I had to listen to this on the radio yesterday. The Dean Blue Jays games are not on MILB TV. Um, 
six innings, as I mentioned, eight hits he scattered, which is a lot. Um, you would think that they would have been able to get some damage on him, but he had four runs that were scored while I was on the mound. Only two of those that were earned. Three errors by the Deneen Blue Jays. Um, usually does not let a team win, but Murphy was able to wiggle out of a lot of that trouble that was on the mound and keep the game close. He also struck out six and only walked two. So another solid start for Patrick Murphy in his third one of the season. Um, he would not get the win for those efforts, but Nick Hartman would in his one inning of work as the Blue Jays finally took the lead. So on the offensive side, Dalton Pompey has to be mentioned, folks. And I know he's kind of the forgotten guy in all of this outfield depth the Blue Jays amassed over the last few years. Three for four, folks. Two RBIs and a run scored. Um, and those were two doubles during those hits, too, everybody. So Dalton Pompey is still around, and it looks like he's put the concussion issues behind him, everybody. So after him, Logan Warmoth went one for four with an RBI. Uh, Bradley Jones, a guy that went off to a red-hot start last year and earned a quick promotion from Lansing to the Deneen Blue Jays, it looks like he's finding his groove again. Went two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Riley Adams, also two for five, scored twice. And that's three multi-hit game or four multi-hit players for the Deneen Blue Jays in an eight to four win over the Miracle. And Lansing Lugnuts, everybody, were showing some mighty bats after a night of them being sleeping. The 7-2 win over the Lake County Captains uh, for Sellers. What a great outing from him. And just looked like the Blancing Lugnuts were able to put the puzzle pieces together in this one. Samad Taylor went 0-4, for 4, but he was able to get on base and steal two bases and score twice. So... One of those guys that's uh, been sneaking under the radar so far for the Lansing Lugnuts and might be a guy to be keeping your eye on. Might be one of those rise quickly candidates as he normally plays shortstop and second base. And at the lower levels, the depth on that is uh, a little odd. So especially as a lot of guys like Taylor that can play a few different positions. The hero of this game has got to be Casey Clemens or Brock Lundquist, everybody. Casey Clemens, two for two. Three RBIs and a run scored. He took two walks also. So Casey Clemens is finding a way to get very good at very quickly. Um, had a great, good debut with the Vancouver Canadians, but clearly has done some extra work over the offseason as he's ran right into this season and been crushing it. Maybe that little bit of spring training uh, with the big club helped him out and figured out some things. Rock Lundquist also went one for four with two RBIs in the win. So that is your organizational news for the Toronto Blue Jays, everybody. And that's pretty much everything we got to talk about this morning on the Morning Bash. Get excited about this Toronto Blue Jays team, everybody. Not only at the major league level, but on the minor league level. There is so much talent, it is ridiculous. It's coming out of everywhere. There's barely enough places to put them on the diamond. So keep it all interested. And this team is, like I said, one of the funnest I've had the pleasure of watching in years. And it's a hell of a start. Let's hope they can keep this fuel on the fire and keep on running with it. 
I am Craig Borden. You can find me on my normal everyday at thejaysjournal.com or here on the Bird Watching Gamecast. I thank you all for listening. Go Blue Jays and let's keep this thing rolling. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.